Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The U.S. and allies rejecting Russia's claim that Ukraine's preparing to use a dirty bomb and blame Moscow for it. The West calling the Kremlin accusation transparently false, backed by no evidence whatsoever. The concern is that Russia's planning a false flag operation blaming Ukraine while carrying out an attack using a conventional explosive laced with radioactive material as its losses mount on the battlefield. We are monitoring as best we can. I can also say that, you know, we've just seen uh, no indication of of preparations uh, at this point. No, that's good. Mm, Unless they're hiding it well. Right. What is going on there? Nobody knows. There's something very strange happening in uh, Ukraine in the Kherson region right now and Nobody's exactly sure what's going on. Well, I don't see any flaw in the theory. Putin's saying, yeah, the Ukrainians are about to unleash a nuclear. They'll be the first. You'll notice they're first with their dirty bomb. It's nuclear. That's what we hear. Yeah, it could happen any day now. And is has been the, the pattern, and it's pretty unprecedented. Our intelligence services are saying, hey, this is what we're seeing in here, and this is what we got. Look what they're trying to do. Um, Yeah, that's a really troubling prospect. And the question, as so often it does with Putin, comes back to, who's he doing this for? Right. Domestic consumption? So, so China, I wonder if it's like, so the Chinas and Indias of the world have plausible deniability. So India can say, 
Well, it's not clear that the Russians were the first to use it, so we're going to keep doing business with them because we want to. Uh, yeah, that's that's a decent point there. I, I'm always conf- confused by the conversation of is Putin rational or crazy or whatever. Man, if you're under that kind of pressure... Your country's destroyed. You've destroyed your military. You're 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 probably gonna die if you fall. I mean, how rationally are how well are you thinking? Even if you're not technically crazy or irrational. I mean, you ever been in a really really bad pressure situation? It's tough to make decisions. Yeah. Although I would say if he is, and given his life experience. He is more capable of being rational under enormous pressure than anybody I know. Even if he were 100% rational, when you're in a desperate situation like that, what you are willing to sacrifice or destroy uh, gets very high. You know, what damage you're willing to do to save your own hiney gets very, very high. Well, he is a guy that is believed blew up an apartment building, killing a whole bunch of innocents, so he could claim the Chechens did it. Yeah. And, you know, invade. He's willing to do anything. Yeah. So I guess that's rational because it helped him get what he wanted, but it's evil. So I'm not sure that makes any difference. Not rational by our standards, by our culture. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Well, yeah, but again, not to belabor the point, but if if I'm in a kill or be kill situation, I would kill somebody. I think, to protect my family. I hope I would. Um, and normal situation, that's just an astounding thing to even contemplate. What if your killer be killed situation is something you could easily back off from and they would be left alone? Uh, but would I end up hung upside down, shot, hanged, poisoned, by disemboweled? Your own, by your own people, yeah. By my own people, yeah. yeah. Hot. What was that? Shot? Hung, disemboweled. Hung down, disemboweled. I'm not sure the upside down matters at that point. Burnt, hurled out a window. I'm not sure right side up would make it any better. I get dizzy. I get very dizzy <laughs> when I'm upside down. I always hated roller coasters. <laughs> you, you're, uh... Excuse me, excuse me. Could you hang me right side up? Do you mind? You're no longer boweled. I mean, I think you have bigger problems. <laughs> Formerly boweled. So I just came across this tweet from Megan McArdle. I don't know if I know her act. She's a columnist for the Washington Post. Yes. Yeah. Talking about what we were talking about last hour. Joe Biden falsely claiming that he signed into law the student loan cancellation program, got it passed by a voter. This is a Washington Post columnist saying, either the president is deliberately misrepresenting the student loan cancellation in quite Trumpian fashion, or he is actually so confused that he thinks he signed a bill rather than an executive order. This can't be written off as a simple verbal glitch. That's from a Washington Post columnist. It yeah. didn't get any press in the media that I followed yesterday, any of the broadcast media. But I'm glad somebody in the Post is mentioning, this is not. A, this should not be a minor deal. Yeah, she's one of their token moderate conservatives, but they printed it. So they, they let her say hallelujah. it. Yeah, and then she's still employed there. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, you would think either a lie that egregious or you're that confused as the president. Yeah, there's there's part of me that wonders whether some of the powers that be in D.C. are and and I hesitate to even suggest they have any sincerity in their souls because I realize how crazy that sounds. 
But I wonder if a lot of the powers that be, whether media or government or whatever, saw that and heard that and thought, oh, my God, he's getting worse. This is a serious problem for the country. Again, I'm ascribing actual patriotism to these people, and that's probably a mistake. But I I hope and I suspect that behind the scenes, in spite of the utter incompetence of the Biden administration, I hope they are seriously talking about when and how to invoke the 25th Amendment and what it's going to look like when they do. Boy, I used to think when you said there's not a chance that he serves out of his first term that that's what people said about Trump. And then he would. But, I may have said that about Trump. But, uh, and I was almost right. But I, I know, I no longer think that. I would bet money he doesn't serve out his first term. Mm-hmm. How it goes down, I don't know. There are going to be complicated, difficult conversations being had. Well, there probably already are. Um, but right after the election, they're trying to convince him to go out gracefully. I'm suffering from a problem millions of Americans can relate to. That would actually Dementia. be a, It'd a be powerful great. moment. It'd yeah. be they could turn it into something so awesome. Easily. He's 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 a likable enough guy for most people. He talks about dementia and aging population, and I'm going to dedicate the rest of my time, best I can, to not only being healthy for my family, but to you know drawing attention to this plight, blah, blah, blah. And he'd be fine. That would be a good thing to do for the country. Now, the, the people that don't care about good and nice behind the scenes, that just have their knives out to be in power... You know, I don't know how that's going to play out, whether it's Kamala or Gavin or Nancy or whoever. I was going to so, say, then we got to swear in an idiot. Yeah, I don't know how you get around that part. That, that's where I always get hung well, up. She has a lower approval rating than he does. It's not like vice presidents of the past where everybody would say, okay, you go to Al Gore, you go to Dick Cheney, you go to whoever. You know, they're yeah. pretty, completely competent. Sure, yeah. Yeah, even if you don't love them, they're they're smart and capable. Or Mike Pence, for that and, matter. And I keep bringing this up, and I feel like nobody's listening to me. I feel like my wife and kids decided we're going to vacation in Tehran. <laughs> and I keep saying, it's a hostile regime. They'll take us captive. They'll beat us in tor- Now, well, don't worry about it. The airfare is really good. Now, the Tehran Hilton has a suite. Whoa, 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 whoa. If we go to Tehran, we're going to die. Nobody's listening. If we swear in Kamala Harris, maybe there's powers behind the throne. I mean, we've had idiot presidents in the past. Everybody's got their own list. I don't want to start something. Um, But I'm seriously concerned. She has no brain power. It is time for us to do what we have been doing, and that time is every day. That's going to be her inaugural address. Imagine swearing in somebody, though, that has a 38% approval rating in their own hometown. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oy vey. This is, this is not like right-wing talk radio, blah, blah. This is actually going to happen, something along these lines. Oh, yeah, I think it's a, the most likely outcome. In the next couple of weeks or months. And then, in case you're not familiar with the machinations of this thing, um, that may be the first time I've ever used that word out loud. I don't know. Um, uh, the president gets to approve, uh, I'm sorry, appoint the vice president with the approval of the Senate. Um, or is it the House? We'll look it up. Um, but I remember Nixon, you know, when Spiro Agnew uh, resigned, he appointed Jerry Ford, popular moderate Republican senator. But 
President Kamala, oi, um, could appoint anybody, including you're, Gavin Newsom, as was suggested by uh, You're just Brian. intimidated by a strong black woman being in charge. <sighs> if there was a strong black woman who wanted the job, I'd say, go ahead. <laughs> I'm intimidated by a moronic woman who happens to be of black and, and, and Indian descent, for which I do not give a single poo. All I care about is competence. Please, the ship of state in these churning waters. Yeah. Seriously, I'm worried. This is not red meat, chuck and talk radio stuff. I'm worried about the country. She's an idiot. Well, and he's got dementia. Yes. Yes. She's an idiot. (laughs) But also see it as a moment, yes, to together address the challenges and to work on the opportunities. Are those the words of a (laughs) non-idiot? I ask you. (laughs) We talked about the theater yesterday and trigger warnings and that sort of thing. And you mentioned that uh, Oklahoma, the revived Oklahoma, has a bunch of literal trigger warnings. Somebody's going to pull the trigger 10 minutes into Act 2. It's going to be a scene where people are angry and the sheriff raises his gun, he pulls the trigger to get everybody's attention. The idea that you would need to warn people about that is so sad and pathetic. Well, one of our alert listeners said, have you dudes heard about the revived Oklahoma? Mm Mm-mm. And he sent along a review of it. Can't wait to hear it. Holy crap. Can't wait to hear it. Unrecognizable from the original. Right. Practically. It's not the state south of Kansas, north of Texas? Well, it is, kind of. God, the theater these days. <laughs> theater these days. How many times have I said that? A bunch of... <laughs> God, you... you, you I want to hear about... Oh, well, we were talking about the new 1776 play in which all the founding fathers are trans non-binary. Right. Right. Transgender, non-binary. To make a point. They, them, Jim. That's on Broadway. Yes. Yeah. I haven't heard about the new Oklahoma. I suppose you're going to tell us about it next. WTF. Okay. Seriously. That and also hostile workplaces. Do you work in a hostile workplace? It's costing you your health. What to do about it? How to fix it? Awesome. All on the way. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I should re-mention at some point this hour, great piece by a doctor on why the CDC mandating the COVID vaccine for schools is a bad idea. You know, yeah, I could do that toxic workplace stuff tomorrow. It's pretty interesting, and it'll be every bit as apropos, because that... That COVID stuff is just astounding to me. Anyway, how'd this come up yesterday again? The Oklahoma thing? Oh, it's a critic. Oh, the trigger warnings. Uh, a, a theater critic from New York complaining about how woke Broadway has gotten and how weird it is that if you go to a Broadway play, there are pages of warnings in there that there will be, you know, this level of uh, violence or. 
racism or in all of its very, very minor. One was haze. Brief <laughs> flashing lights. Or if there's going to be a gunshot or a gun present, they mention how often and at what point it will happen in the place so you're not startled. Who wants that? Like, if you go to a movie that it tells you... Now, about an hour and a half into the movie, the main character is going to pull a gun. Yeah, that that me not knowing that is really kind of what the whole... The, the, the word drama... That's why I'm here! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, just crazy. And uh, can you imagine, like, what would the trigger warnings be for, like, Les Mis or something like that? One of your epic, violent, crime, punishment you know, the sadness, loss mm-hmm. plays. Good Lord. So one of our alert listeners uh, said, you guys are talking about the new Oklahoma. Do you know what it's like? And they sent a link to this review from the San Francisco Chironicle. I'm skipping around, but I like this paragraph. I played the French horn in the pit band in the musical Oklahoma in high school. Thank you for that edition of the conversation. <laughs> <clears throat> The plain states can look as surreal as a dolly painting. Those dizzyingly open vistas and impossibly distant horizon broken up by just a couple of lonesome farmhouses. It's actually a pretty good description. But the same view can read as a blank canvas. An invitation to imagining, reimagining and building, or rip the whole thing in two and see where the paint splatters. All right, I already don't like you. Some good writing, but what are you talking about? Both takes apply to Daniel Fish's, that's the, uh, the, uh, the director's, Oklahoma. Don't think of this as uh, this Tony-winning revival as legacy musical theater. It might even be helpful to frame the show not as the beloved Rodgers and Hammerstein musical, but as a new experimental piece. Here's the part I really love. If the original sought to comfort a World War II scarred audience with the story of the prize gal choosing the right cowboy just as their territory is about to become a state, Fish's version shines an eerie green light on that project's costs. When we insist on heterosexual marriage as a path to community and eventual nationhood, who or what gets compromised or hurt or left out altogether? And what does it mean if we keep forging ahead, singing, clapping, dancing, with their blood on our hands? (laughs) Oh, oh my God. (laughs) Oh, man. So this has been turned into a woke examination of the costs of the American frontier. Insisting on heterosexual marriage? I don't remember the insisting. I think a guy and a gal fell for each other. Yeah, and then... uh, I don't remember him really longing for for Judd. And then they get in... But Judd died? Into this... Even if your tolerance for experimental theater runs high, as mine does, you might be put off by some of the choices. So they've turned Oklahoma into some sort of woke pound to... The blood on the hands of the people who were singing and dancing and getting married in Oklahoma. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay, well, I didn't realize that. Be warned. Yeah, if you go to Broadway and you just like you're taking mom to a play, remember, it might not be what you think it is. Uh-uh. That's worth knowing. If you miss an hour of the show, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty on demand. Armstrong and Getty. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again, a paycheck for life, guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's the Parity Flex annuity, and it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded, and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. Gainbridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. At Retirement Income You Can't Outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Please visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. The Armstrong and Getty Show. In 2016, we had a primary where Donald Trump and I beat the living crap out of each other. I'll tell you, Heidi laughed when he said that. My father laughed. By the way, my dad didn't just kill Kennedy. He's got Jimmy Hoffa buried in the backyard. It was idiotic. And what I did is I, is I went and said, listen, we have an opportunity to make a difference for this country, and I want to roll up my sleeves and lead the fight to actually deliver on promises. Ted Cruz on The View yesterday, where he got uh, shouted down. I just saw a headline. Ted Cruz has called for Merrick Garland, the current attorney general, to be impeached. Not many years ago, 
a prominent U.S. senator calling for the impeachment of the attorney general, I think would be a big news story. Oh, of course, yeah. Like, yeah. giant stop the presses, holy cow, what does this mean story? If if Ted Kennedy had called for the impeachment of Ed Meese during the Reagan administration, I think it would have been a very, very big story. But now it's just, of course, of course he's calling for his impeachment. That's what you do all the time. Merrick Garland will call for Ted Cruz's impeachment. Right. So there. Jailing. Yeah. 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 Oh, boy. So uh, the Surgeon General out with a warning that your workplace might be stressing you out. You're kidding. Surgeon General Vivek H. Murthy Murthy Me warned Thursday that abusive or cutthroat workplaces may be harmful to human health. Mm. The link between our I work. Just, yes, I, I, maybe I just had a bad run there, but I thought a workplace abusive workplace. Do you even need that <laughs> adjective there? Just thought that's what going to work was. Huh. Most of my jobs, I walked in the door. Okay, let's start the abuse for the day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here because you pay me to be here. Let's get started. <laughs> yeah, I heard that. The link between our work and health has become more evident, Murthy said. More and more workers are worried about making ends meet, dealing with chronic stress, and struggling to balance demands of both work and personal life. You know, it's funny. We we talked about this briefly earlier, and I wanted to stretch out a little bit because there's all sorts of info here, but... It hadn't occurred to me when we talked about it earlier. Why is the federal government telling me this? Nah, yeah, no kidding. You get stressed at work, and sometimes they can take a toll on you physically. Isn't that for my parents, my spouse, my friends, my clergymen, my somebody, my mentors? Everything is the federal government. Oy. The Surgeon General's office citing the great resignation. Quiet quitting and reported depression and anxiety among American workers, said the recommendations aimed to seize on the pandemic-era opportunity to re-examine how we work. Here's how you recognize a toxic workplace. Five qualities. Number one, your culture at work is disrespectful. People greet you with, how you doing, a-hole? Two, non-inclusive. I've worked places that weren't much different than that. <laughs> Well, they were toxic. They were, yes. Well, there you go. Should have left. They're non-inclusive. Whatever that means. Unethical. That would be bad. Hmm? Cutthroat. That's just business. That's just business. I mean, well, I, I, I mean, if like people are undermining you behind your back, that's pretty cutthroat. Hmm? Seen a little of that. God, I'd say. Yeah. Or abusive. You stupid idiot. (laughs) Disrespectful and abusive. Those Those are different? Those are close cousins, I think. I have great respect for you, but I'm going to hit you with this stick. (laughs) With all due respect, I hate you. (laughs) And if you think your workplace is toxic, you're usually right, says a psychologist. Well, I don't know. How many how many people do you know who play the victim? Every like bump at work is because they're being persecuted. I mean, I, I'd love it if my kids can have every job they ever have, including their early jobs, are ones where they're treated with great respect and care, and they get great work life balance and all these different things. But man, I think that's a pretty ridiculous thing to hope. You know, I'm not pro disrespect, non-inclusiveness, whatever that is, uh, bad ethics, cutthroatedness, and abuse. 
On the other hand, boy, we're turning soft yeah, as a we society. Are. I worked to some manual labor jobs that it's, even as a kid, it seemed pretty clear to me, oh, I know why you're, you're such an a-hole to us. It's because you're 40 years old, and this is what you're doing for a living, and you're angry about it. So you're mm. taking it out on us. I even understood that as a kid. But how are you going to eliminate that from the world? Well, <clears throat> the uh, this uh, labor expert, allegedly, tells employees to take three steps. Care for themselves, care for their coworkers, and communicate with their bosses. Here are the three steps I want to take with any job. Be able to pay my rent, be able to make my car payment, have enough to eat. But does your job make your heart sing, Jack? Does it pay me enough to pay my rent, my car payment, and food? The Surgeon General recommends five essentials that employers should do for their workplaces to ensure employee, employee mental health and well-being. Protection from harm. I'd rather not be attacked by right. rabid squirrels or something. You know, boss, uh, guys keep shooting nail guns into me. I'm beginning to not want to come to work. Connection and community. Hmm. That actually... Is good, and there's been a real uh, disappearance of that. Boy, a lot of the modern uh, concerns about being politically correct, Me Too, all that different sort of stuff, I think has made it hard for that. Yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of discouraging, you know, people getting together outside of the workplace and that sort of thing. Right, let's have connection and community, but if anybody says anything that defends anybody else, you will be sued and lose your job. Work-life harmony, um, yeah, okay, yeah, I'm I'm in favor of that too. I'm not sure exactly how an empl- any employer who doesn't already know that that matters, pointing it out to them, I don't think is going to have an effect. Also, I'm I just every successful person I know uh, that I know their stories went through a period of time where there was no work-life harmony. It was just work. That's how they got to where they are. I don't know anybody who's had a great work-life balance and become really successful their whole career. It's exceedingly difficult to do. Yeah. Among the recommendations for employers are to increase access to paid leave and pay workers a living wage, which the guidance did not define, though it noted that nearly a third of American workers make less than $15 an hour. Shouldn't this Nearly work, a third? Shouldn't this work itself out? To where, like, if if you're abusive at the, you own a restaurant and you're abusive to people, yeah. not many people are going to work there, and they'll go work for the restaurant where they're nicer to them. 100%. By the end of the day today, and given you the employment situation. And you can't get any decent employees because you're a jerk, and so uh, you hire bad people, and your restaurant goes out of business. Isn't that the way it's supposed to work? And if you're not paying enough to get people to do a good enough job, you got to pay them more, or you got to shut. That takes care of itself, too. This is just such touchy-feely mumbo-jumbo. And again, I'm in favor of a good, enlightened workplace. I'd prefer to work in one myself. Um, but the idea that the Surgeon General needs to tell employers, you ought to pay a living wage, otherwise people are stressed and that affects their health. I mean, that's just such overreach. God. Such blurring of lines. I had bosses when I was a child. I mean, I wasn't even 18 years old. Who would regularly say things like that? How about you effing idiots get over here? You know, that sort of thing. Yeah. Just, that was just the way that everybody talked. <laughs> I mean, I didn't enjoy it, but. Jack worked in a shoe factory, <laughs> spreading mercury on the shoes with, uh, oh, Charles Dickens. It's funny. I couldn't come up with Dickens' name. Would have been a decent enough punchline, but eh, what are you going to do? I'm under stress. 
Man, I'm glad working conditions are better than they used to be. Have you ever read Down and Out in Paris and London by George Orwell? I have not. Oh, my God. (laughs) Mostly working in restaurants and that sort of stuff. But, I mean, it was brutal, dirty, abusive, long hours, low pay. Mm. Um, I'm glad things are better mostly than that, but... The question, I think, is of your attitude, your expectations, and, and a word we used earlier, resilience. If, if you, and I've tried to teach my kids this, like, they had teachers they really didn't like. And in some cases, they had ample reason to not like the teachers. They weren't very good. They blessedly had mostly really good teachers, but sometimes had jerks. <clears throat> and I'd tell them, You've got to be in this class. You got to get through the class. You got to get as good a grade as you can. Learning to do that, dealing with a jerk, is going to be way more important than what you learn in this class. Because you're going to run into jerks your whole life. And to whatever extent you can, think, well, I can't change them. They're a jerk. It's kind of sad for them. But I've got a job to do. Do your job. Don't, don't catastrophize it. But uh, I don't know. We're you know we're teaching our, everybody to consider themselves a victim, and it's unsafe, and I'm triggered, and the rest of it. I Toughen up, you babies. If you <laughs> if you have any thoughts on this as an employer, perhaps you could text us at four one five two nine five KFTC. Do you know this as a parent? Switching topics here. Do you know this as a parent? I didn't know it. I missed. I missed it. The CDC unanimously recommended last week that schools mandate the COVID vaccine for your kid to go to school, along with the, you know, all stuff, tetanus, polio, all that other stuff. Did anybody tell them that COVID isn't dangerous to children? There's a bunch of things I wonder if the CDC knew. Some of them they ought to know because it's their own numbers. It's worth taking a look at. We'll hit you with some of the highlights next. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. 
You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck for life. Guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's the Parity Flex annuity, and it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded, and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. Gainbridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. At Retirement Income You Can't Outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Please visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, for product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Dang it, somebody else I know has got sore throat. Michelangelo, our uh, technical director, is sick. Alex is feeling in, filling in very ably today. You're healthy, huh, Alex? Uh, as healthy as I can be. That's there great. you go. I know somebody else has got a sore throat now oh, that I've come man. in contact with. Who knows how many people I've diseased? <sighs> so, the CDC recommends lots of things. Like, currently, did you know the CDC recommends? This is currently still on their website. If you're exposed to COVID, you're supposed to wear a mask in your own home for 10 days around others. <laughs> Is there a, a single human being in America doing that? That's, that's uh, laughable. You can tell because I'm laughing. That's idiotic. Did you know this? This past Thursday, the committee that votes on these things recommended 15-0 unanimously that the CDC should tell schools it's mandatory you get the COVID vaccine. Just like the other things you get. You got your get shots for for your kid to go to school, polio, that MLMR, the big one that's a whole bunch of different things, mumps, measles, all these different things. They're going to include COVID vaccine in that. And so far, every time the committee has recommended, especially unanimously, the CDC in general goes along with that. So we'll see here in the next couple of weeks if they do. And also, so far through the pandemic, when the CDC has recommended something, School-wise, the schools have gone along with it in most cities and states. Well, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves here, but all those other disease killed, killed diseases, killed and crippled kids by the hundreds of thousands, by the millions, and COVID's of practically no threat to children. Now, we're out of step already with other European countries. For example, Denmark ceased to offer vaccination to healthy kids under the age of 18. They don't even offer it in their country. Never mind mandating it. Yeah, it's not even available. Wow. Only when deemed medically necessary for special health reasons does a kid get the vaccine in Denmark. Um, uh, As another example, Sweden just abandoned its recommendation for vaccinating healthy children above the age 12. And it never recommended vaccinations for kids 5 to 11. Wow. In our country, 
the media anyway, most of them childless, uh, waited with just great anticipation until the FDA would approve these vaccinations for kids. Most people haven't gotten them, by the way. Majorities of all the different age groups, uh, parents have decided, no, nah, I'm not doing that. For whatever reasons. Mostly. Substantial majorities, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah. the younger the kid, it's practically everybody has decided, no, I'm not getting my little kid stuck when there's very little health risk. So then this information came out, which is fascinating. Oh, I'm, I'm reading from this piece. Uh, Barry Weiss, Substack, was quoting this epidemiologist who made this argument. He's against it. He's, he's trying to argue that the CDC should not mandate COVID vaccines for schools, he thinks it's going to hurt overall vaccinations. People will have the attitude, well, I know it's not necessary, so I'm thinking these other ones aren't that necessary either. Right, right. Reminds me very much of when that famous number came out that 80% of women at some point in their lives have been raped or sexually abused, and it turns out that includes being subjected to hearing a joke they thought was in bad taste. And so thanks, thanks, activists. You have now cheapened the idea of rape because you've grouped it with things that are much, much less terrible. They're doing the same thing here. So they're going to weaken the justification or the, the motivation to get a, a polio vaccine, which does save many, many, many lives. Yes. The COVID vaccine will not. And here's some evidence as to why. COVID vaccines do work to lower the risk of severe d- disease, but for healthy kids, the risk of severe disease is already extremely low, as you know if you've been paying attention at all. Once a child recovers from COVID, having had the disease itself provides immunity equivalent to or perhaps better than the vaccine. Well, how many kids have had COVID so far? The CDC's own estimates are that at least 86% of American children have had COVID. That's the CDC's number. Almost 9 out of 10 kids have already had it, which they know is equivalent to or better than the vaccine. So who exactly would you be mandating this vaccine for? Well, and if that 86% was 0%, it's still not necessary because kids are not at risk. Not at significant risk. This is completely nonsensical. Holy crap. This particular epidemiologist says, for this reason, I, along with policymakers in many advanced nations, think it's reasonable for a parent to vaccinate their child against COVID and also reasonable not to and doesn't recommend that it be uh, mandated. This whole cult of COVID safety anti-Trumpism has gone completely nuts. I don't know what's going on there. Um, if If... My kids have both had COVID. If practically every kid's had COVID, and they are therefore uh, have immunity against something that wouldn't hurt them even if they didn't have immunity. Right. Um, what the hell are we even talking about? Is it just the almighty dollar? Because they'll sell zillions of uh, doses. If anybody will take it. But all 15 members of the committee are on the take from Pfizer or whatever. I find that hard to believe. I don't know. It's confusing. Wow. It is time for us to, if we begin at this time, to offer and with great deliverance, along with ambiguity, to follow this course in our struggle. All right. To say it is again final thoughts. Thank you. With or no, without you weren't Armstrong, done. but not limited to <laughs> Debbie. Now and forever. 
Amen. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Clearly ghostwritten by Kamala Harris there. Yeah, let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew. Michael's taking the day off to be sick. Very self-indulgent. Young Alex, our behind-the-scenes producer, is our technical director today. Alex, final thought? You know, we've talked about the toxic workplace and what to look for. If you ever see an opening for Armstrong Getty, it's not a toxic workplace at all. Great group of guys to work with. The mandatory foot rubs are a little weird for the new guys, but other than that, I highly recommend it. And you have to be shirtless. It's in the contract. You should have read it. Uh, Jack, a final thought for us? You know, I've had this whatever sickness I got now for like 12 days. I've felt pretty crappy, most of them. I'm not a mask guy, but like if wearing a mask someplace would have kept me from getting this, I would gladly do it. You know, it's funny you should bring that up. My final thought was going to be I'm going off on this golf trip I keep talking about, and I'm trying desperately not to get sick before it. Uh, one of my good old friends just had to drop out of it. He's sick. Oh, man. You know, another one of my good old friends has jumped into the slot, but still, it's just, ugh. But which one do you like better? That's the question. I will not answer that question, sir. Um, I wonder if you should be wearing a mask if you want to avoid being sick. There are multi-bugs going around. So many bugs. Wonder, uh, what are you going to do? Uh, maybe I'm being too resistant on the mask thing. I mean, because this being sick sucks. You forget how bad it is until you get sick again. Well, you know, a, a good fitting N92 mask will help you avoid various respiratory illnesses. But I, I don't want to walk around smelling my own hot breath. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people who thank so little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. We have a lot of great clicks under hot links for you. Pick up some A&G swag. Helps to pay the fellas. And you can drop us an email. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. If you missed a part of the show, grab the podcast on demand. See you tomorrow. God bless America. Armstrong and Getty. The words of a president matter. I, are you sure of that, dude? Well, yep. Absolutely. Okay. True and international over depression. Well, that bad it kept care. Well, you're being a wise guy with me a little bit. And when it's over, it is over. It is over. We just wanted to hear your I said bye. Let me say let me say one thing. Boy, if I had a dime for every time somebody reported my junk, you know what I'm saying? Thank you all very much. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This message comes from Viking. Committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.